Accounting is descriptivist. Why you need to know. Eric Jorgensen. Eric Jorgensen. The 9th of September 2021. For the past month, this idea has been gently tapping on my head with a little squeaky hammer. The pieces have come together, and I'd like to share them with you. With the caveat that I am sometimes wrong. When it comes to accounting, maybe even often wrong. Prescriptivist versus descriptivist mental model. I first learned this idea from a friend and linguist, Olivia Reinhardt. She explained the two types of linguists, prescriptivists and descriptivists. Prescriptivists try to prescribe, right before. They believe linguists make rules about language, and people should follow them. Descriptivists try to describe, write down. They believe people make the language to suit them, and linguists try to learn and understand how that language works. Example, saying, y'all, or, bay, makes prescriptivists angry and descriptivists curious. I found, prescriptivist versus descriptivist, a helpful general idea. It helped me understand how people think, the culture of organizations, and how some systems work. Realizing, accounting is descriptivist, unlocked a few important insights for me. Accounting lags in the short term. Accounting lags in the long term. Accounting responds to behavior, not forbids it. We'll expand on each and show why you might care too. If accountants are bean counters, they can only count the beans that are already on the move. They are describing how beans are moving, not predicting or measuring in real time. There are always outstanding expenses, accounts receivable, and expected future income whose beans haven't been counted yet. The map is not the territory, and the financial statements are not the business. More to the point, the statements at the end of Q3 do not show you every day of Q3. You can drown in a puddle, and you can run out of cash surrounded by cash flows. Every business owner I know could list off a string of invisible asterisks around their financial statements. Yes, but we have a big order about to come in from them. No, because they were an early customer. They always pay late, but they always pay. That's an expense, but is really an investment. That's a meal expense, but will pay back in referrals. Why does it matter that accounting lags in the short term? Don't drown in that puddle. It's expensive to run out of money, and just because a business looks healthy on an end-of-quarter statement doesn't mean it had oxygen, cash, for every day of those three months. Important to know as an operator or investor. The data isn't real-time. If all you know is what's on the statement, you're looking at a 30-day-old picture, not today's picture. Like light from a faraway star, you're reading the past, not the present. Find a way to know the present, and ideally the future. When making decisions perfect information is ideal, but the best you can get may be understanding the foibles of the information you have. Like laws, culture, and sloths in suits, accounting conventions change SLLWWWLLLYYY. Our accounting principles mostly come from the era focused primarily on assets with atoms, property, plants, equipment. I should have low natural believability on claims like this, and did not do deep research to support this particular claim. Today, assets are often intangible, brand, software, team. Google's competitive advantage shows up nowhere on the balance sheet, hard assets, but everywhere on the income statement, engineer salaries, marketing expense, perks, recruiting. 
Yet the team, the software they produce, and the resulting brand is the value of the company. It's the moat, the value creation, the competitive advantage. But on an accounting statement, it looks like an expense. A mistake that no entrepreneur would make creating a dashboard to observe their company.